We are in Yavamos, Daf Mem Amar Aleph, the last line in the Gemara, and on page 40A4 in the Archbill Gemara. We are beginning a new Mishnah. This Mishnah brings us back to uh, some of our older old discussions of Yavamos and family trees, and so it's uh, returning back uh, to that discussion. Um, and so this Mishnah will exist, uh, the Mishnah plus the Gemara will last for the entire Mem Amabez, 40b, and then we'll begin a new Mishnah uh, in next week's uh, recording. So we'll discuss uh, part of the Gemara in today's recording and then conclude the Gemara on this Mishnah in the next recording. So the Mishnah says as follows, The case is where a person does Chalitza. So a regular case, let's say Ruvain is married to Rachel, and Reuben passes away without any children, and his brother Shimon does chalitza. He doesn't do yibam, he does chalitza. So the law is that on a rabbinic level, we say, Hu On a rabbinic level, he becomes forbidden to marry any of her relatives, and she becomes forbidden to marry any of his relatives. This is on a rabbinic level. It's similar to divorce. When a, when a couple is divorced, they're married, then they got divorced. Uh, so then it remains forbidden for them to, to marry each other's relatives. Chalitza is some, and that's on a biblical level. Chalitza, it looks like a divorce, it's some form of a divorce, and so therefore, on a rabbinic level, the rabbis said that they cannot marry each other's uh, relatives. We will see that the Gemara, the opening question of the Gemara, will be, we know that there are, in a regular marriage, let's say in a regular marriage, there are different types of relationships which are forbidden. Some are on a biblical level, some are on, only on a rabbinic level. So, which prohibitions apply in this case of chalitza? Is it only the biblical prohibitions, or is it also the uh, rabbinic prohibitions? What is usually a rabbinic prohibition, even in a classical marriage, uh, so is that also prohibited when uh, the brother, when Shimon does chalitza with Rachel? So, the Mishnah now explains who Aser Shimon is forbidden to be'ima to Rachel's mother, u'be'emima to Rachel's mother's mother, to Rachel's grandmother, v'emima avia to Rachel's father's mother, to basically both of Rachel's grandmothers, u'be'bita Shimon becomes forbidden to Rachel's daughter, u'be'basbita and to her granddaughter, her daughter's daughter, u'be'basbina and to her son's daughter, so to, to different types of granddaughters. And he's also, Shimon is also forbidden to Rachel's sister. Let's say Rachel's sister is Leah. He's forbidden to Leah uh, as long as Rachel is alive. Because even with regards to a regular marriage, if the wife passes away, so then uh, the husband is allowed to marry his wife's sister. And so then so to here, Shimon is forbidden to marry Leah unless Rachel passes away. So that is all in one direction uh, with regards to who is Shimon Asr to. Now in the other direction, um, the Mishnah says, Asura, she is, uh, sorry, one more line, mutarin. However, and this is an important line which the Gemara will address in the next recording, the brothers, meaning all of Shimon's other brothers. So Ruven passed away, Shimon was alive, and he did Chalitza. Let's say Shimon has other brothers. All those other brothers are mutter to these krovim. Is allowed to marry any of these krovim, any of these relatives of Rachel. Rachel was married to Ruvain, and so they're allowed to marry any of the relatives of Rachel. 
Now they are forbidden to marry Rachel. They cannot marry Rachel, even though they didn't do Chalitza. It is forbidden for them to marry Rachel. This is something that we've discussed in the past. And this is either because it returns to the prohibition of Eshes Ach, of marrying your brother's wife, or this is just a normal love. This is a normal negative commandment uh, because of Kevan Shilobana Shivlo Yivnes. Since Chalitza was done, so now you're not allowed to, none of the brothers are ever allowed to marry her. Okay, but the brothers are allowed to marry any of her relatives. You can't marry, you can't marry Rachel, but they can marry any of Rachel's relatives. Vihiyasur, she becomes forbidden to who? To Shimon's Aviv, to Shimon's father. Ube Avi Aviv, to Shimon's father's father. And then we'll see what some of these cases mean in the, in the Gemara. But Ube Beno, to Shimon's son. Ube Ben Beno, to Shimon's son's son. Ube Echav, to Shimon's brother. And to Shimon's brother's son. So if Shimon had a brother, his son would also be forbidden to Rachel. All those cases are forbidden. Okay, so that is the beginning of the Mishnah. The Mishnah discusses these two different cases where uh, the same case, but she becomes forbidden to his relatives, to the Chalitza's relatives, the one that did Chalitza, and the one who did Chalitza is forbidden to her relatives. The Mishnah ends off with a uh, the following Line and again we will go into this in greater detail in the next recording. A person, let's say Shimon, is allowed to marry. Let's say he did chalitza with Rachel, and Rachel had a co-wife. This time, let's say the co-wife was Leah. Uh, he's allowed to marry uh, Leah's relatives. It's permissible for him to marry Leah's relatives. We do not say. That if he did chalitza to Rachel, it says if he also did chalitza to Leah, which is actually a discussion that we've had in the past. It's not like uh, he's he he's uh, it's not like Leah now is the one who did chalitza. And again, the Gemara will discuss this in greater length. Uh, and so, therefore, he's allowed to marry her Leah's relatives. The Osir, however, he becomes forbidden. Bitzaras krovas chalitzas. In the following case, let's say he did chalitza with Rachel. Rachel. Uh, let's say Rachel's sister, let's say not Leah, but uh, Dina, let's say it was Dina, Rachel and Dina are sisters, uh, she's, she's actually forbidden to, let's say Dina was married to somebody else, he's, he's forbidden to marry Dina's co-wife, and so we'll have to try to understand that, why would he be forbidden to marry Dina's co-wife, uh, what exactly is the idea behind that, but again that will be uh, for the next, uh, for the next uh, recording. The Gemara now asks as follows, that's the end of the Mishnah, and the Gemara will really for this recording, discuss the first half of the Mishnah of the uh, Isser Krovim, of those who are forbidden because of this relationship on a rabbinic level. Again, this is all on a rabbinic level, but they are forbidden to the the uh, the sister-in-law's relatives and also the to the chalut. The, the sister-in-law is forbidden to the brother-in-law's relatives. So the Gemara asks as follows, did they say that when it comes to chalitza, that shnios, meaning the rabbinic prohibitions in a regular case of marriage, there are additional rabbinic prohibitions, do they exist also in this case of chalitza or not? Do we say that it only applies in the context of a marriage where there's biblical prohibitions, uh, but it wouldn't apply in a case of chalitza where anyways it starts off as rabbinic prohibitions, or do we say that no, there's no difference and we would apply the rabbinic prohibitions, the shnios, even in a case of chalitza. So the Gemara will try to answer this question. The point of the Gemara now is to answer this question. It will attempt to give different uh, proofs and reject various proofs, but in the end of the day, the point is that in the end of the day, 
uh, we will say that it does apply to Shneos. We do say that uh, the prohibition applies even to these uh, other extended rabbinic prohibitions. It would apply in the case of Chalitza. But that's the conclusion of the Gemara. Let's see the, the back and forth. Tashma. Suggestion number one. The Mishnah says, Who It says that he is forbidden to, to Rachel's mother and to Rachel's grandmother. Doesn't say more than that. To the great grandmother, which is a rabbinic prohibition in general to marry your great great your wife's great grandmother. Uh, that is not mentioned. So that's the question. So we seem to prove from here that uh, it does not extend to Shneos, to other rabbinic prohibitions. Yomar says, no. Let's say as follows. Basically, the reason why it doesn't mention that case suggests the Gemara. The reason why it doesn't mention that case of the great-grandmother, because if it mentioned the great-grandmother and it also said in the next line that the other brothers are permissible, one would have thought that who are they permissible to? Maybe only the Shneos, only the great-grandmother, only those who are in general only a rabbinic prohibition, but they really are forbidden, the other brothers are forbidden to marry any of the relatives of the chalutza, of the sister-in-law, um, of the, on a biblical, those that would in general be a biblical prohibition. Maybe it is forbidden to them. To them. So that's why it doesn't mention the great-grandmother, because we don't want to get confused. So the says, no, how, how could you say that? The listening, so just clarify things. Aim, aim, ima, um, the listener, so let the Mishnah say both. Let the Mishnah say that you're not allowed to marry your wife, the, the sister-in-law's great-grandmother, and let it also say that the brothers are allowed to marry whoever they want of the relatives. They can marry any of the relatives. Uh, they could, the Mishnah could have said so explicitly, Kasha, so it's a strong question. This seems to prove, the fact that the Mishnah does not mention the great-grandmother seems to prove that we do not ask or shneos, we do not say that those who are in general a rabbinic prohibition are also forbidden when it comes to chalitza. We do not say that really they should be allowed. But the Gemara tries to bring other proofs. Tashma. And this is also from our Mishnah. The Mishnah says that it's forbidden for, Sh- for Rachel to marry Shimon's father and Shimon's father's father. Well, to marry Shimon's father's father, that is a rabbinic prohibition of marrying of a of a grandfather marrying his grandson's um, his grandson's wife. That is a rabbinic prohibition. Uh, so we see that rabbinic prohibitions do apply. The Gemara says, no, no, no. Why is this forbidden? Keep in mind, this is Shimon's this is Shimon's grandfather. Now, Reuven and Shimon were brothers, and so it's also Reuven's father and Reuven's grandfather. And so the reason why Reuven's grandfather is forbidden is not because of, of the chalitza which took place, but because Reuven, who passed away, uh, was married to Rachel. And so the regular rabbinic prohibitions apply. Rachel cannot marry Reuven's grandfather. It's forbidden for, him to marry, for her to marry Reuven's grandfather. Uh, and so that's why uh, that prohibition continues to exist. Not because of the what Shimon did with chalitza. It's because she was actually married to Reuven, and the rabbinic prohibitions apply in a regular marriage. And so that you can't bring proof from there. So the Gemara says, okay, fine, but let me bring up the following proof. Tashma. Ubeben beno. We say that she cannot, Rachel cannot marry Shimon's grandson. Shimon's son's son. Maila mishim cholets tahavla eishis avi aviv. Isn't the reason for the prohibition is that it's a rabbinic prohibition to marry, for a person to marry his grandfather's uh, wife. 
so isn't that the prohibition to marry your grandfather's wife? So no, we say that no, it's not because you're marrying your grandfather's wife, which would be um, which would be the one who did Chalitza's grandson to the Chalutza. That's not the reason why. The reason why is because Shimon's brother is Reuven. Reuven was actually married to Rachel. And the reason for the prohibition is because of the rabbinic prohibition to marry a person's grandfather's brother's wife. This is not just an aunt, but this is really a great aunt. Right? Your grandfather's brother's wife. This is a great aunt. And so that's a rabbinic prohibition, but uh, it's a rabbinic prohibition on a regular marriage because this is through the through Reuven. This is Reuven. Reuven was married to Rachel. Reuven passed away. Uh, Shimon was the brother, and Shimon had a grandson. So the reason why the grandson is forbidden to Rachel is because it's his grandfather's brother's wife. Uh, but that's based on the regular marriage, and that's a rabbinic prohibition. Where it says, wait, slow down a second. But a Maymar, the position of a Maymar is to say that the great aunt is permissible. So where it says, this is how a Maymar has to read the Mishnah. And this is a very different way of reading the Mishnah. Uh, a Maymar reads that when it says the grandson, it doesn't mean the grandson of Shimon, it means the grandson of Shimon's father, because we start off with by saying that Shimon's father is forbidden, and then the rest of the cases are based off the father. So Shimon has a father, Yaakov, and so when it means the grandson, it means Yaakov's grandson, not Shimon's grandson, Yaakov's grandson. Who is Yaakov's grandson? Yaakov's grandson is Shimon's brother's son. So let's say Shimon had a different brother, had Levi, so it would be Levi's son, uh, or the even the son, the son of the grand of. Yaakov would be Shimon's brother. Uh, so those are the cases. So the more than asks, But that's exactly the next case of the Mishnah. The next case of the Mishnah are the brother and the brother's son. And you're telling me now that the grandson and the son are coming from the father, from Yaakov. Yaakov's son is Shimon's brother. Yaakov's grandson is Shimon's nephew. And so the Mishnah is essentially repetitive. It's repeating these cases. So the more answer is no. It's two different cases. The Mishas, according to Amemar, the Mishas is discussing two different cases. One is where they are brothers from the father's side, and one is where they are brothers from the mother's side. And even brothers from the mother's side, we will say that uh, there is this prohibition to the uh, to Rachel, to Rachel, essentially to Rachel. So the Gemara now says as follows: Let us bring another proof. Tashma, Detani Rebbechia, Rebbechia taught the following. That there are four cases, Arba Midivri Torah, there are four cases which are forbidden from an unbiblical level, the Arba Midivri Sofim, and four on a rabbinic level. What are those four cases? Uh, that is to marry Shimon's Av, Shimon's father, Ubeno, his son, Echav, his brother, Uben Achiv, Midivri Torah. So for Rachel to marry Shimon's father, or Shimon's son, or Shimon's brother, or Shimon's nephew, that is all on a Torah pro- prohibition. That's all a Torah prohibition. But avi aviv, avi imo, ben beno, ben bito, midivri sofrim. But when it comes to grandparents or grandsons, that is all on a rabbinic level. That is what Rabbi Chia says. So the Gemara, the Gemara says, Katani mia, avi aviv. Ma'ilu mishum cholitz v'ahav lekalas beno. Lo mishum mishum v'ahav lekalas beno. So it says the grandfather. It says Shimon's grandfather. Isn't that because so a person, a woman, Rachel, cannot marry Shimon's grandfather? Isn't that because they did chalitza, and that would be a rabbinic prohibition to marry Shimon's grandma, grandfather? Gemara says, no, it's because of Reuven. Reuven who passed away, they have the same grandfather. And so that's the rabbinic prohibition. But we haven't proved from there uh, that for Chalitza, there's a, that the rabbinic prohibitions continue to apply. So now the Gemara says, a different Tashma, a different suggestion. Tashma avi imo. It also says, 
your mother's father. My lamishim cholis to have lakalas. Bizeh lamishim is not to have lakalas. Bita. So it gives a very similar case, not just the father's father, but the mother's father. And that's also, the Gemara has the same exact back and forth. That's not because of Shimon. At the end of the day, that's because of Ruvain, because, and it's assuming that uh, they share the same mother. Um, and that is a rabbinic prohibition, but it's through Ruvain, who was actually married and passed away. So another suggestion, Tashma Uben Beno, the grandson. Rebchia said that when it comes to the grandson, the grandson is a rabbinic prohibition. And so, which grandson are we referring to here? Isn't it? It's certainly the Shimon's grandson, and so therefore it should be a rabbinic prohibition because it's Shimon would be marrying his grandfather's wife, i.e. Rachel. So Shimon's grandson would be marrying Rachel, his grandfather's wife. That is a rabbinic prohibition. So the Lord says, no, it's because of the dead, because of the dead brother, Reuven. Like what we said earlier, that Shimon's grandson is also related to Rachel by being a, a great aunt. It's his grandfather's brother's wife. And so that's a rabbinic prohibition, but that's a rabbinic prohibition that extends not through Chalitza, but just because of the regular marriage between Reuven and Rachel. So the Gemara gives the same exact uh, comment and says, But a member says that to marry a great aunt is allowed. It's not a rabbinic prohibition. So how is he to understand uh, this case? It must be because it's uh, Shimon's grandson. And on a rabbinic level, there's a pro- there is a, it, would ex- it would apply to Chalitza to say that the rabbinic prohibitions do apply. So, The Gemara says, it's true. According to Amemar, we will have uh, rabbinic prohibitions. If in, in regular marriage it's viewed as a rabbinic prohibition, it's, for example... Your great aunt, your grandfather, uh, sorry, rabbinic prohibitions uh, such as your grandfather's wife would be a, a rabbinic prohibition. And that also applies here. That would also apply here according to Amemar. And one final proof is Tashmo Bebembita. We say your daughter's son. Isn't this referring to the Cholitz? To Shimon. Shimon's daughter's son is forbidden to Rachel. Why? Because it is. His, her, his mother's father's wife. So that's a rabbinic prohibition. The Gemara says, No, it's not, it's not through Shimon who did, who did Chalitza, it's through Ruven. Ruven passed away. Uh, but Shimon's grandson, i.e., what kind of a grandson? This is um, his mother's father was Shimon, and then Shimon's brother is Ruven, his wife. So it's a great aunt. But it's through his mother's father's brother's wife, uh, which would make it uh, a great aunt. But the Gemara says, But in that type of a great aunt, it's not your father's father's brother's wife, but it's your mother's father's brother's wife. In that case, everyone agrees that they, they did not create the concept of Shneos. In a regular in a, in a regular case of marriage, that is not viewed as a prohibition uh, to, to marry your great aunt if it's your mother's father's brother's wife. So it must be it must be because of the Cholis, because of Shimon, because now that's your grandfather's wife. So that is a rabbinic prohibition, and that does apply to the person who does Chalitza. So the end of the day, the, the Gemara says that it's really true, even in the case of Chalitza, which itself is only a rabbinic prohibition to marry each other's relatives, but it would extend to other uh, rabbinic prohibitions as well. If it's, uh, there are other rabbinic prohibitions that exist, uh, within this family tree, those also become prohibited through the act of chalitza. So that concludes 
the Gemara, and we'll continue the Gemara in the next recording.